<laughs> Get out of here, Dewey. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. You're smoking reefers? Yeah, of course we are. Can't you smell it? No, Sam. I can't. Come on, Dewey. Join the party. No, Dewey. You don't want this. Get out of here. You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Well, I'll get addicted to it or something? It's not habit-forming. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. It's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. Hmm. You don't want it. I think I kind of want it. <laughs> okay, but just this once. Come on in. Welcome to another episode of Cultivation Conversation. My name is The Real Green Monster. I'm here with my buddy, Captain Autoflower. How are you doing tonight, Captain? Doing great. How is everybody else out there in podcast land? I'm sure everybody's doing great. We have a special guest all the way from Vancouver Island, British Columbia. She whispers to plants. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hello. I Welcome. am good. I'm good. Um, busy day. Busy day. I just walked out of... Big trim, so I grab some time to chat with you. Nice trim. How big are we talking? What did you? Uh, what are you harvesting? Um, I'm pulling down some Falcon Nine and some Pinkman's Goo and some Jelly Bean Black Cherry. So looks like about forty-ish pounds. So I've got some stuff. It usually rips it, rips it down with me, but I uh, I got a long trim ahead of me for sure. <laughs> you do it all by hand? I do, yeah, all by hand. Yep. And I, I don't know, I'd really like to be able to trim all of my own flower, but it's just never, it's like literally impossible because by the time I'd be finished, I'd be cropping out again, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah you don't crazy. want to be a slave to trimming. So, yeah. so we're dealing with, obviously, you're not just a, a home grower here. You you are a um, like either a, a caregiver or licensed cultivator of some sort um well, i'm licensed absolutely so in canada we've got um the medical program which is it's known as acmpr now access to cannabis for medical purposes so um outside of like the recreation bubble there's the medical bubble so every household in canada if you have a prescription and you go through the proper channels you're able to cultivate um your own your own medicine and then I work a little bit doing consulting and education and some work around genetics in like the legal recreational market which is kind of a different game but um you know we've only been three years now legalized in recreational so it's like a new game started there's already we've been doing we've been doing out here for personally 
um, 21, 22 years. So nice. I mean, it holds the economy out here. It's a big industry. And so recreation came in, legalized it. So everybody's taxed it. And it's been, a, it's been a rugged three years to say the least, but I've always had my own medical ACMPR garden that and I work on other, on other gardens with other farmers that have the same program. So cool. Yeah, the allowances for plants vary depending on, I guess, your needs and the prescription. But overall, yeah, it's a uh, it's a good program to have. Oh, definitely, definitely. Now, um, you said, um, oh, <laughs> I'm getting distracted by my cat. I'm sorry here. Um, <laughs> um, you had said that the um, like the medical program lets you like you grow for other patients. Obviously, I grow for myself. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So I am the patient. Yeah. So every person, you can have two licenses per household in Canada, um, and you can have a maximum of it's ninety five grams a day. I believe is the max right now. Um, that. Equates to, aha, uh-huh, right? Equates to 497 plants indoor per license. You can have two licenses per household. So 95 grams a day for mm-hmm. like that, that, that they're saying like you would consume. Yes. Wow. We, hey, that's, we juice it. It's great. We, right. Like <laughs> it, it is what it is, but it is, uh, yeah, especially some of the big farms, right? I find that there's a lot of farms that maybe don't necessarily compl- comply, and so they they have their own problems with the law, but you just stick to your own, especially in British Columbia. Like, I don't know, you can't go a block without seeing on one street uh, eight out of ten are being grown in, for sure. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's a kind of just like bc bud right so what would you say your growing style is old school definitely um i don't really get too fancy with all the bells and whistles i'm getting more into right now because there's like more access to i guess since legalization and there's more access to more technology and more uh, bells and whistles to put in your garden it's a lot more I guess affordable too, before it was like kind of out of reach. It was only commercial, but, um, my grow technique is pretty old school. I, I really focus on my environment. So my VPD has to be completely dialed in and I'm very aggressive growing. So I'm running really hot in the beginning and I'm running really cold in the end. Like I'll go to the maximum end, maximum end of the spectrum. Um, but yeah, I just, I keep it simple. Not really. But it's just that I think I've done it so many times that it, it's just, simple for you. Yeah, old hat. Yeah. Now you said old school. Do you mean like you're using uh, HID lights, or have you gone LED? Well, I've I don't actually. I've I've tried LED. I'm not sold on them yet. Um, I've used a lot of. I mean HPS. I've used metal halide, but I really like the ceramic metal halide now. Uh, my plants are tall, so I. Like, I run my VPD high and, you know, 90 degrees Fahrenheit, 75% humidity in the oh, beginning. Cool, cool. So, I get that explosive growth. I, 
obviously with CO2, but I get that really fat, fast, quick growth where I can see like up to a foot 24 to 36 hours sometimes oh, um, on key days. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's not good though. Ceiling height taps me out every single time, but um, yeah, I, I grow them really tall. I grow in soil. I don't really complicate it too much. I, I don't use any fancy techniques like... I don't do a specific strip on a specific day. I'm just in there like 8 to 10 hours a day. So I'm working my way through. I've got a couple hundred plants and I'm just kind of plucking as I go along and I don't have a lot of problems. It's more just intuition at this point, I think. Oh, I love Genetics it. Genetics matter. Yeah. That's how I would do it too. I, I'm very like in tune with everything that I have going on in the garden now. Granted, it's only like, you know, nine plants at, at the most. Can't even imagine having a, a few thousand, <laughs> a few thousand, 80,000 square feet. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Where you're like pumping out 30,000 clones a day just to keep up. Yeah. It gets, it's hard to do what I do on scale without being in a small room. I pull a lot of weight and I only actually have, I have rolling tables. So I only have six four by eight tables. 194, 196 square feet flowering canopy. Wow. 18 lights. Well, you pack them in yeah. there. You make it, make yeah. it, uh, you know, dense. Yeah, they make, yeah, every, every square foot counts, even like height wise, right? So I'll take them as high as I can so they can support. Like, I like, I like a two foot stack and I like it usually like at least as big around as, I like it as big as the Louisville. That's perfect. Louisville slugger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it gives me something to chase, right? Rather than just kind of veg flip. Yeah. I mean, I want my colas to look like they could bludgeon someone to death too. It's Yeah. Uh, and taller than me. Too. Yes. I'm only five foot two. So I'm like pretty small. But my plants are always definitely five and a half to six and a half feet tall. It's like outdoor size plants indoor very Perfectly cool controlled yeah i admire a lot of your photography where you're just like hiding behind these monster plants with these big dot yeah. it's like it's it makes for some amazing photography yeah it's good and you know honestly you can't see from one side of that little room to the other side so it's like only three rows. It's crazy that you can get that much density built into there, but it's good for perspective. I agree. Now, yes. uh, looking at some of your pictures, I noticed that you have a lot of stakes in your plants. Uh, you don't bamboo. Do bamboo. You don't yeah. do any trellising. You don't do. Uh... No, no, I don't. Um, I need to be able to get in the middle, and I need to be able to spin them. Okay. And. I move them around throughout the crop. So if I've got like my eight, I like eight arms. I don't really want anything more than that. I don't want smalls because I don't want to trim them. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't like to use machines. So it kind of like, I'll strip everything. I only want that, like, I want 12 to 24 inches on eight arms. Some like strains it. grow a little crazy on me and they end up i need like 12 arms or whatever but or they grow underneath even after i've stripped it but i just want the tops because my flowers kind of like there's different categories of flowers so i guess what my what i expect to be the final product i'd like it to be like perfect yeah great so, a yeah 
Yeah, or more so. Yeah. Grade A plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I hear you. Now I'm I'm myself like trying to right now. I'm I'm an auto flower grower, um, and I'm just kind of making my first yeah. foray into like the um, regular photo periods, and I'm just flipping into flower right now, and I'm like wondering if I should do my normal thing with the bamboo stakes or if I should go trellis. But I mean, that's the same. I'm the same way. I need, I need to get in there and like take my plants out, spin them around, you know, like give them the the once over. That's, that's important to the way I do things. So then they don't lean and depend on each other and then they don't touch, you know, if those branches touch and then the flower gets too big, then the flower's touching another flower and you can't get into that table. And you could like it's problematic because there's no air going in between the two flowers, so automatically you're going to run into problems. Either the bud's going to be squished at the very minimum, or you're going to end up if your environment and your pe- your pest management isn't dialed in, you're going to run into like uh, any problem you think of, or moisture and and like do anything that late flower sweat. It's not good. So I like to take it like straight up bamboo zap straps. And as they grow taller and taller, I'll just like, they're not tight, the zap traps aren't tight on them. So I can still pick the stakes up and move and like bend and adjust the arms out if they're getting too close in there. Nice. But I've, I've used trellis. I've, I've been growing, actually I grew up on a farm growing tomatoes hydroponically as a kid, like huge, huge farm, greenhouse like that style. And I've gone from there all the way know out here i've used trellises and they are easier right you just rip it on there and go but i find i get more swag and more shit in the middle that i don't really need i'm not there's no market for lettuce really yet so <laughs> i don't want much of that and i don't really have time I, i've made bubble hash and i've got a rosin press and pre-rolls and everything right it's just i don't really have time for all that stuff so i find that trellising it it allows me to be kind of lazy and there can be like, I don't like any, every time I, I'm in there, if I see a leaf that doesn't look right, it's got to go. So if it just looks like it's not getting enough light or if it's like discolored, I'm going to pull it off for sure and just redistribute energy elsewhere into where I actually want it, which isn't there. It's too hard with a trellis. It just allows me to fuck the dog kind of. <laughs> really. I like it. I like it. So much work doing bamboo, though, holy. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah. A full crew for like two days, and what, then do you, you do it again. Bamboo farm, too? Well, the thing is, is, it's funny. I go to pull those stakes out at the end, and some of them have rooted. No shit. <laughs> yeah, I've got pictures I can send you. Some of them have rooted, and it's like I'm blowing my own mind. Like, the, so I you're saying like a bamboo stake that, that's been yeah, harvested? Home like, will actually, it'll root. Yeah, I get wow. it. I get them in like bags of well, up to a thousand. And some of them, I'll pull them out of the soil, and I can hardly pull them out. And the first couple times, I couldn't really figure it out. But once I pull hard enough, whole root structure comes out. And it comes off like the branch, almost the same if you defoliated bamboo and you ripped off the leaves of every note. Grows from there. Yeah, it was Holy my Holy shit, man, that's wild. Yeah. That is absolutely wild. I was like, I'm going to take all the bamboo that I use, because I go through thousands. I'm just going to plant a fence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it goes to show you how resilient sure. bamboo is. I mean, it could be right? harvested and dried and still fucking produce roots. That's insane. Especially wow. I get it at Home Depot, which is like Rona or 
you know, yeah. nowhere special. It's been in a warehouse yeah. for fuck years. Who knows? Uh, but. It's probably been like treated too with a bunch of stuff. Who, who knows? Yeah. Do you follow well, I usually the, get it. There's a bamboo dude, farm here, so it's good. There's a, have you ever heard of the Dude Grow Show with Scotty Real? Um, I've heard of it. I don't really, I'm not all that familiar with it. No. Yeah. Well, he has a bamboo farm. That's something I'd like to talk to him about. Oh, sick. Just be like, just be like, Scotty, what the hell? Like, have you ever heard of anything like this? Yeah. They grow yeah. so That's fast. Wild. I've grown bamboo. It goes crazy, especially if you irrigate and fertilize it. Just put it right. You want a fence? I've had like girl houses where I had to build a fence and you're not allowed to really like fuck with the property line. Yeah, you just So I would go bamboo. and just like dig a trench, just juice the soil up. And run irrigation just easy too you know you can get like a, a garden hose pop holes in it all along bury it turn it on and off by the end of the summer full fence like 10 <laughs> feet tall yeah nobody can complain about like, yeah what fence i don't know what you're talking about i just Those had some, some bamboo growing here yeah that's awesome yeah so kind of old school i know that there's a lot of new things where they're like, I've got the rolling tables and I've got like the extensions and the trellis that like you click on three of them and they do their thing. It's just not my thing. Hey, I mean, everybody has their own style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I teach all the time. Cool. Trust me. I, cool. I hear everything. I've seen everything and I, I just kind of stay in my lane. Yeah. And it's not like it better, whatever I'm always you're doing, willing to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like what you're doing isn't working. Yeah, exactly. That, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're really pretty. I, I you know, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, I can grow any it. plant, you, uh, you grow though. Really nice plants. So, and... Thank you. Thank you. It's like, a, for me, I'm always chasing, you know, I want it like another color or I want it bigger or maybe I can put more in there. It's just a constant kind of wheel that turns in my head 18 to 20 hours a day sometimes. So the outcome is time in, you know, results out, I think. Oh, yeah. I agree. Definitely. Yeah. Now, do you have mother plants and grow the same strain a lot, or are you constantly switching? Um. Well, I kind of try to, again, simplify it. Um, I don't like plants from other farms. I don't like genetics from other farms. So I don't like bugs and stuff yeah. and problems. I hear that. It's just easier just to mitigate the damage and do it myself. But... I don't keep mom plants because the age of the clone is essentially the age of the mom, the seed, regardless if it's like three days old or six months in a pot. So I take them and I like clone them into trays probably, you know, right a week before I flip. So I take and I like bonsai them all down to exactly the height I want because I can only go so tall in veg. I know exactly how tall they're going to get and how many problems I'm going to have. I only have nine foot ceilings and I'm on, I have rolling tables that I've had to pull out more than once uh, just because I overshot and the stretch can be, you know, a little bit excessive sometimes. So I take... I'll take the tops and then wait till it grows back. I'll take the bottoms of them, clean them up, and then that's my next crop. Okay. And I start seeds all the time, so then I'll cut through a couple, you know, I'll start a seedling, and then if it, I, I'll pick a couple of them that I think have what I'm looking for, then I'll take a cut, and from that cut, I will flower that out, but I won't flower the seedling out. Okay. Just to see what yeah. you got. 
Yeah, well, it's just kind of like a revolving circle that I try to keep between one flowering room and just my clone and my seed room. So, cool. just kind of simple. That way I get a little bit of time off because this is like a one. I have I have staff. I have help. Um, it's it's just like 24-7. Yeah. Oh, right? I also yeah, got to do laundry absolutely. and shit. Get groceries. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, time becomes not not a thing. Yeah, it's I mean, crop to crop. It's not day to day. Yeah, you gotta you gotta live your own life too. I don't know. I mean, I can only imagine. And now, do you have after like, this long I, one and the same? Yeah. I, I, amen. Now, do you do you <laughs> auto, automated watering, or you you have to at, at scale like that? I imagine, right? Sometimes I do, but right now I'm not. I'm like doing it just like it's perfect. So I'm hand watering and like I got reses and pumps, but I go around with my sprayer and I do it based on I'll get my hands in the bottom of every plant and I'll water until the amount of runoff that I want comes off. Color looks the way I want it to look. I love it. And then I'll check the pH of the table and yeah. You see, you truly are whispering to the plants. Not not just letting like machines take care of them. I love it. No, no, I don't trust that really. I, and even I've got I've got like three temperature control gauges. I got like multiple multiple next level things. I don't trust any of them. I'm like I'll feel my way through it. I'll be sitting there and no, the humidity's off or something feels off. Either by looking at them or. You just you spend all day in there, right? It's like you do the same thing over and over again. It just kind of becomes if you haven't figured it out by this point. <laughs> the, the the meters aren't even always right, so. Uh, I'm not. I mean, that's you're like uh, you're talking like a experienced pilot who's you know spent like a hundred thousand flight hours, and a, you're just that's like a really good example. Yeah, yeah I don't even yeah, rely on my, my gauges anymore. Yeah. I just you know do it by yeah. feel and. I can tell yeah. by how the plane is reacting to the, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's, they're moody too, right? They'll let you know right away they're not happy. It's, uh, <laughs> For sure. It's not a delayed reaction. Yeah. That's cool. Are, are you a soil or cocoa grower? Well, I've grown in everything. Um, right now, I'm in, it's like a, I guess, like a half hydro. Like it's a soilless mix. Cool. with some amendments to it i like some organic stuff it mixed in there and i don't like to actually feed until week to a flower when i start to see that i need to feed um and i've grown in cocoa but it's kind of finicky watering and you have to kind of use an automated system unless you change it up a bit i thought i think in my opinion and i got i found there's a high Fungus nets are kind of higher in cocoa than in soil. I like the dryback that comes with a soilless mix. And it's kind of forgiving. If I have something to do and I don't get that water in, that day they still look fine. Sometimes better. So, yeah, yeah. But I, I like deep water. I, I don't really like aeroponics. I don't like the sprayers. I think they're too problematic and they clog and then it's really finicky with food. Deep water I love, but it's you got to keep your reses at like perfect temperature, and they spread disease really quickly. So I kind of stay away from that. Uh, rock wool you can't recycle that, and it's um, 
I don't know. I used Rockwell as a child on the farm, like those big slabs with hundreds of thousands of tomatoes in them. So I think I have like trauma. From <laughs> I just fucking can't use it. I hate those things. Like I got, I got brothers. I got four of us. We were like hauling that shit like on our backs, itching and. Ooh. So I've used them all, and they all have like their own uses and depending on the skill of the grower and the amount of money the facility wants to blow and that's high usually depending on a lot of factors um i don't know i've been in a lot of facilities so some of them like to blow cash and show it off and other ones are more humble with the way their practices are mm -hmm. so you kind of tailor it around what works for you for me, I really like the taste and the burn and the look and the ability to add organics without having the same problems that I would with cocoa and using organics because I'm constantly watering. It's, it's like, I find it's like leaving bananas that are black on the counter. You know, like flies come. <laughs> yeah. Just like those little fucking fruit flies. So, I, again, I try to stay away. I get a little paranoid if I see a bug, I have to find it and I microscope it. So then it just creates more problems for me. I just rather not in this grow, but all depends on what you're doing. If you're growing little tiny plants, hydro's great, rockwell's great, cocoa's great for a huge operation. I think that's automated, and you got a bunch of people working there that aren't going to be really that hands-on. Everything has its purpose. Mm -hmm. For yeah. sure. It's just For a sure. place to hold roots, right? That's all your medium. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. It's a, the definition. Me, It's just yeah. the medium. It's just yeah. the medium. Totally. Yeah. I eat, breathe, and sleep it for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, um, absolutely. Now, you mentioned you're a, you're a big fan of the CMH lights, and that's primarily what you're using. Are you switching bulbs mid-spectrum, or are you, like, rocking with, like, a 3,000K or 4,000K throughout? I got the 3,600 for the whole thing. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't switch it. I don't really, see, it works so well. I get the weight, I get the depth into the canopy, I get the color, I get the terps, I get the crystal. So if it's not broke, I'm not going to fix it. The they're not that hot either, and they're dimmable. So the double-ended HPSs, they rock too, but they're hot. Like, I got a 510 heat pump already as it is, so I don't need, again, more problems. I can't put as many um, of the HPS in that size of room. The Stratic Metal Highlight, 18 of them are only 630 watts each. So, I you know, I'm pulling like 12,000 watts basically which I'm getting way more than the equivalent that I would get on 12 lights hell yeah yeah and and you're not generating the heat too that's one of the I mean a little Less. bit but not 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 as much as HPS well I can put more lights in there so that's like yeah there you go the goal. yeah yeah intensify that spectrum onto them for sure yeah, and you yeah. get a definitely like a higher micromole per per joule per watt with a CMH. Um, yeah. So basically, more more spectrum. more light, less wattage. Yeah, I I've always said I think it um, if causes er, cancer. Everything was. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to ask. Like, doesn't it have? Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that was the one. That's like bad. Yeah, I've got yeah. A, a light company out of Quebec called 
future ver and they sent me out some lights to trial that I've got right now I'm testing but I tried moving them between veg and flower and they like had a fit so the switch from LED I don't know if it was the spectrum or it was just my first round they they told me that they could compete so I took a run at it um and I guess if you don't I was told from them but we will see if you don't you like if they can't really be moved from one to the other there's some it's better just leave them in veg and flower so that was the that was the opinion of the the light company so I'm giving them runs just like all through veg and all through flower on another farm that needed well, they didn't need lights but they had space so I changed a few things out dialed it in so that I could run them there cool Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm reading um, CMH lights produce um, not just UVA, but UVB and UVC yeah. rays too. Yeah, yeah. no bueno. <laughs> so yeah, it, you, you have to wear special glasses then, I imagine, when you're in... Uh, well, one would think, yeah. Well, you, you were supposed I to. I should. You should. I should. I probably should. I, I, mean, I you know. I'm in and out and in and out and in and out. And, yeah, I think... It's probably something to think about. All these things are new, like all these rash guards and all these like new glasses and things that I've been under these lights for a really long time and never thought about. So now it's like there's more awareness, I think, whereas before it didn't it didn't really come up. Old school grows, yeah, old school yeah, growers, yeah. tight budgets, right? Like exactly. Nobody gives a shit about what you're wearing for glasses. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's good things have changed a bit. It's yeah. like you're you're supposed to wear earplugs when you I go hear to about a, it. a rock concert. Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. Well, not me. Yeah. Not me, not right? Me. So Yeah, we get to kind of make our own rules. I mean, I, I want to go uh, into well, the I garden and I want to see like like what looks like a like a nuclear blast kind of light, you know. Like I just want to. It's got to be bright. Yeah, it's got to be brighter. I'm not getting the. Full if they effect. can handle it, yeah. You got to be squinting and yeah, just struggling. Those there. glasses actually are cool. You can see. Well, my problem with them is the cool thing about them. You everything looks a different color, and I'm not used to that color. So I'm looking at my my strains that I'm really accustomed to and now they're like different purples and different reds and different greens drastically different right it's like if you can yeah. take the perfect photo and you put a filter on it that's the lens kind of that it that's what it feels like to me so I'm always taking them off even if I bad yeah. habits it's like yeah. do as i say not as i do that's the rules <laughs> uh, you know the old school way sometimes is uh you know it's just i like it though it's more it's like the you know when people grew up back in the day there was like you know a lot less concern for like personal safety and stuff i mean you look at some of the like, yeah. the, the playgrounds you see it on like, my parents took me to a chicken pox party so <laughs> yeah, definitely there you go. i had one of those yeah <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, well. Well, life expectancy oh, yeah, was a lot, a lot less things. back then. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. I might have been, like, checking out at, like, mid-40s. I'd be, like, my days would be numbered right now. I tell you that. That's funny. No, I um, just good. started recently using glasses in the grow room, and I've noticed a big improvement in my eyesight. Like, 
you didn't realize how much it was those lights were like I fucking bet. your eyes up and, well, uh, and like i can I read small writing like, now so oh <laughs> uh, i have like legally blind contacts and glasses like super thick like negative nine so i've been noticing i can't see shit lately maybe that has something to do with yeah. it oh shit point. yeah maybe, maybe, see that's why we talk those, about these things those uv yeah, rays shit discuss plants well and that's at like next level too i just got a blasting in my face all day it's not the smartest thing yeah. Uh, look at gonna look into that. You, you sacrifice <laughs> so much for the grow for the for the plants. It's, it's all. I'm not using my own grow. mental health too. I just it's use like, like a pair of dollars and sunglasses. Yeah, I think most people do. Oh, being in being the in the garden is like a mental health thing for me. It keeps the, me chilled out. Yeah, it's better than the best medicine. Just, yeah, just plants are cool. There. For sure. Well, and COVID happened and everybody was like having a really hard time for the last two years. Nothing really changed for me. I was like still still in the garden. Literally. Like I did I didn't see anybody anyway. So it was like I I think I had like oh, I was working for a buddy who had a full license and he needed a break. It was like ninety lights, double ended HPS. So I had no time to see people. Right? Business was good everywhere around me but different economy out here we've been like we were almost on this island and in vancouver and in a lot of british columbia we were almost well we were definitely probably better off but not almost legal like there was a dispensary selling all like weed extracts everything like vape pens cbd for probably 15 years before they legalized it and taxed it but they made us shut all our shops down so we were all running like literally legal businesses there was four within walking distance of my house in a two block radius and then they took that all away right oh you guys can't do that and most people that had those businesses cannot get licenses into the legal industry so just like total cutout jeez to where all of canada has different regulations and you look at provincially like each province and the number of say an lp which is a like a fully licensed facility that can be as big as it wants or micros and provincially all the numbers are different so bc we have like i don't know two years in it's been a while it's been a year but Two years in, I think there was like, say, 20,000 um, licenses approved. BC was like six of them. And then they had like <laughs> 5,000 micros, which is the little ones. But you had to sell You had to sell to the province. So it was like the weed mafia. So it didn't matter what you produced. It all had to go to the government, and they were going to figure out how to sell it. Well, nobody wanted to do that out here. We're like, yeah, that sounds like a bad business idea. So there's like been... Probably like one to 100 British Columbia has been licensed in the legal recreational market compared to the rest of Canada. So, and that's even like province to province. Not, it's not even like collective against all of Canada. We've really done nothing. I think this year we're starting to move a little faster. A few more people are thinking about it. So we're still operating primarily in like a gray market out there. That's, I mean... Well, I think we've kind of like grabbed kind of like a niche market on the outside 
where okay. it's marketing or like an auxiliary business, something that is necessary for the legal cannabis industry to, you know, do well, where we're giving our piece. Like I do education, I do consulting. So I go out and like, um, I fly into different facilities across Canada and I'll give them advice on everything that's wrong. So, <laughs> or you can't, well, I said that wrong, but I, I like didn't. It. That's exactly what no, I mean. I mean that's Just dial it in. What yep. they pay you for, I imagine. Kinda. Yeah. I'm not here to be friends with you guys. I'm just here to tell you. Yeah. Gotta fix this, 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 this. That's why I'm there. It's like, like a I wouldn't, hour, wouldn't be here if you guys were doing doing your job the right way. So Yeah, everybody, you know, it takes a the hardest thing about cultivation is a team. You really your team is like the most important thing. It's like being coach of a football team. I love football. So the players gotta want it. And the coach has to want it. Like, players got to want it just as bad. They got to work just as hard. And they got to have, like, skin in the game. Like, it's got to be a vision long term. So, I think that that's where the struggle is. And people who have money who think they can grow weed just by putting a plant in the ground. That's the other problem. Yeah, I hear you. So, I, Seahawks look, look pretty good today. Oh, Seahawks. My Raiders didn't play. Oh, you're a Raiders fan. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was just, just well, going by location. Been, I feel kind of like, yeah, a bit of a... It's different. They're not see, in Oakland anymore. When you said football, I assumed you were talking about what we call soccer. Oh, European. Well, see. just because in Canada, I mean... But, I mean, you no, know, Canada, I guess, is an exception because you have... We don't even have, have football. We have to be... It's like, it's all American. Yeah, you're There's right. No. You, well, we have. Well, you, actually, we do have CFL, but yeah, you have the Canadian That's how much we league. think about it. Like, not at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't. Re- I. It's like we don't even have one. No, no. It's all all American teams we watch for sure up here. Okay. Not really into hockey either. So uh, we're wow. really close to Seattle, like twenty minute boat ride. So, and we're like forgotten. Thank God from Canada, we get to kind of do our own thing. It's nice here. That's great. Beautiful. Yeah, no that's snow. Great. No problem. I mean, yeah. you gotta no. You shouldn't tell people that. That's like the wrong thing to do when you have like a beautiful, um, you know, peaceful place you live in. You want to tell people how either it rains too much or it's too dark. Well, or, you know, too I won't cold. lie. It rains for like six months, so <laughs> there is that. Not necessarily. You trade you know. in Canada. You get snow or rain. I would kind of like that, actually. I'm, you know, yeah. it's nice and comfy when it rains. You just like, for sure, curl up going inside. Yeah, go in the grow, and <laughs> get shit done. Yeah, I can always control it in there. It'll be summer no matter what. I hear you. I hear. Now, um, what are your favorite strains to to run? What are you growing right now? Um, well, I try not to pick favorites, right? They're uh, they're all equally pretty good. I kind of like some of the OG stuff. Right now, I'm running... I like exotic mic stuff for the oh, color cool. and the nose. What I look for is, like, gas. It's got to have gas. It's got to be diesel. That's uh, exotic genetics. He's got, right? he's got a lot of exotic. gas, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and the color, right? So, it's got to hit. It's got to yeah. be, like, exotic. It's got to be gas. It's got to be purple or red. And it's got to be perfect. Like, it's got to hit. And the nose has to be there. It's... Yeah, so I, I'm running also on a beautiful strain right now. It's Pinkman's Goo. It was really like, took me probably 10 years to chase this one around the world, but 
pink I managed to get it. Yeah, it was like on a, some just family farm in Cali forever, just like cut only. And then it went up to Montreal and I ended up getting it from a friend. But it actually like, because I don't know how to pronounce it and I always fuck this up, but like gutation? Uh, yeah, gutation, like the little sap that comes out. Yeah, where it uses, right? It's not necessarily, I think, yeah, it's just like like a tree drip sap. So mm-hmm. I wanted to see what I could do with it. And she, I mean, she did. She got it. I didn't like it, though, because it's not a cannabinoid, and it seemed to be, like, wetter. Like, I was pulling more out of the air. Huh. It was like, the, my my dehums were running overkill. But that plant weighed up nice and turned purple and is so covered in sugar. I'm, like, shocked by it. it I think it beat the falcon. Like, I can't, I think I can barely smoke, like... Oh, I smoke some pretty strong indica strains typically, I, and I'm no way I could get through half of a joint. Nice. Like asleep, <laughs> like in the couch, like not a daytime strain, and I never, ever, ever say that. Most people think the Falcon's pretty strong, but it's got some hybrid in there. It's like cookies and cream, smelling-ish. It's, it's Tina crossed with, I think, cookies and cream. I don't know. But it smells like gassy dessert, but it's still a hybrid. Mm. It's still got that, like good daytime buzz that other one medical strain definitely the, the pinkman yeah like ass I'm, kicker. I'm reading it's a gdp cross with grape ape cross yeah. with northern lights five yeah the pink go it is it was a hard one to get but and just greasy so it won i was i wasn't even gonna keep it but now i will I run it once, nice. and I'm like, oh, I want something new. I got the new runs and the new red pop and just new stuff all the time. I've got hundreds and hundreds of strings and seeds just, like, chasing it all. Different, <laughs> different stuff. What color can I get it? Right? Oh, yeah. it sounds fun. It's like small it craft really farming. Fun. It is fun. It's kind of like, you know how people make beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like small craft, perfect, like, little batch beer that tastes like, I don't know. I don't even drink beer, but probably fruit or whatever that's kind of the same thing it's like kind of a niche connoisseur a hundred percent anyways yeah i mean that'd be the dream when i drink a beer usually that's i go for one of the you know local craft yeah comes in a four pack they they sell like 16 ounce four packs for like 20 bucks I think it's the same here, yeah. Get, it's get like one. they pay more, so that means that's good for me in that market. But I'd like it to also be like sold in like a cigar box, right? That's like a humidor style, so I have control over what it's like right until it gets in the consumer's hands because that's problematic once oh, it leaves my hands. Wouldn't oh. that be great? Right? Something. I mean, the packaging. It's like... It, I've looked into the costs and they're astronomical, so it was like, oh, not a good idea. However, I think there's like maybe, for me, that's what I've got. Have you you seen the... um, Environmental controlled. Have you seen these new things? They're called Grove Bags. And like Uh, people use them for curing their their bud instead of jars. Do they have anything in them? I use bags. I use like zip bags and like PC bags, and they're like a half pound bag, and they're like way better than a Ziploc. 
and they seal properly. Some of them, the, the zipper isn't quite as, can like open up, but they're smell proof. It's like they apparently have some technology in like the lining of the bag that lets the right amount of moisture out of the bag and lets the That's right fragrant. amount in. And it, it literally will regulate um, the humidity in the bag at like a perfect, you know, 60%. What um, does it do to the bud, though? How does it do that? It, the science it, it, would scare me. I mean, apparently, that it's not like a Boveda ba bag or anything like that. Like, oh. I, I don't like those. Um, no, I don't either. I think that, yeah, there's like a weird residue or taste or something. I can definitely something tell. Different. Exactly. Um, but there's but, nothing like that with this. And, and I've, yeah, those trash the flavor of cannabis. <laughs> yeah, I'll I agree. agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, there's, there's nothing like that with this, and I'm just, um, you know, maybe I'm thinking like maybe. I'll try it out. I don't know. Future, I'll yeah. check it out. Send me the link, and I'll uh, I'll look at them on Instagram. It's funny. There's For like sure. I've got a huge dog on my balcony, and he's so big, he's taller than me. So he's got like two paws up on the glass. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not opening the door. You're distracted by your cat. I'm distracted I know. by hundred. What kind of dog pounds. you got? Like a. Ah, uh, Pressa. To a press a canero so a big huge um like marble black and brown beautiful dog nice yeah. very cool yeah it's like chilling on the deck so what are you guys laws like up there i should know i had to take a bunch of courses on law all the states different but they changed so fast that was like five years ago i can't remember um I yeah i mean i my laws are fucking terrible um and basically i i'm breaking all of them <laughs> so yeah that's that's well, that's where course. i'm at that's yeah lo that's, I mean. what laws are for. <laughs> that's what laws are for yeah uh, you know what? Uh, image comes into my head and this is how this is how old i am beavis and bright eye breaking the law breaking yeah, the law breaking, breaking the, the law, law breaking the law right? <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah the best, the best. yeah well i'm fairly blessed here in massachusetts we can legally grow up to 12 plants providing you have two adults living in the household um, four plants one, no 12 oh 12 12 okay yeah you um, can have 12 trees man yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's, that's what i do i put, just put them in like indoor, 50 gallon pots i grow indoor or outdoor size plants indoor so 12 you could do 12 <laughs> pounds out of that for sure yeah you can easily you can easily pull down a significant amount of weight I'm waiting yeah. for the rug to be pulled out from under us because they're already trying to take away some of our rights. I feel like that uh, if they had it their way, they would do it all over again. But it's kind of too medical? late now. No prescription? No. No, no we have medical here. No, see, that's the thing. Is like You can't grow any more than 12 even with a medical license. Um, In you can one be a household. Not a yeah, thousand, you, hey? We're at, no, we're at a you, thousand you, right now. <laughs> like, <fuck>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like If you want to be a caregiver... <laughs> Um, and grow for other people, you can, but you still can't have any more than, than 12 plants unless you have some sort of micro license where, you know. How much to get one of those? Looking. It's like $5,000 just to start. Oh, wow. and then It's not Here too it's bad. A million, but then, million to get a micro. You have to have a built-out yeah. building what? already up to health Canada yeah. standards with a fucking They're not even handing them out through. though either, so it's like. Well, they sell them here basically i guess if you if you build out and it's like it's a million dollars a micro is two thousand two hundred i'm gonna say two 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 six just because i i don't know it's like twenty two hundred square feet of flowering canopy is all you can have 
Um, you're not allowed to tear it if it's a micro, but to build that out up to like code, and that's probably not even leasing and purchasing the land included in this million, maybe 1.3 for sure. Wow. Yeah, turnkey. Or I mean, like I can build shit way cheaper, but um, they they bleed a lot of money. The companies they they don't know. Like it's like unless you get an old school grower in there that's just gonna tell you like exactly. Just do it like this, 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 and this. And even that is problematic because I teach and everybody knows everything. It's like, well, two plus two equals five. That fucking sounds good. Have a great day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you going to say at that point? So, yeah, but you can, you can do a lot yourself. It's just million dollars is what's, you buy a micro, they, we have like weed micro parks. So we have like a whole park that's dedicated to instead of say, I don't know, fixing up cars or whatever, whatever. Um, it's like one micro weed company beside the next micro weed company beside the next. Yeah, you can go like nine deep. It's yeah, like how much awesome. to buy the whole park. Like, yeah. I so mean, definitely it sounds like the economy is, is built on it. A hundred percent. There's cool. like fishing too. We're right in the ocean, just surrounded. So there's fishing, and if people get away with it without all the protesting, because mm -hmm. it's like hippies and like, well, I care about the trees too, not just hippies. I'm probably a hippie, but um, yeah. logging and fishing, and both are like, you know, people get pretty pissed over both. Mm. And then there's weed and tourism and weed. <laughs> Jamaica and Canada. That's yeah, cool. I like it up here. <laughs> For sure. But, <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I've lived in a few provinces. This is I've been here since I moved here after I was like done university. So two thousand two, two thousand and one. And I I just moved right into like I already knew how to grow plants and I already I worked at a hydro store and started running it and Right away, I had, I think, first room, 12 lights. Hell just yeah. went right into it. Well, so, it worked. It's, you, yeah. You're the whisperer. I got brothers and sisters. Yeah, I've got, I've, I really love the plants. Um, I'm just, it. it's funny because growing up on the farm, we sold our tomatoes for $2.50 a pound. And I will tell you how much money I made. I made $3 an hour. My brothers, I wasn't allowed to tell them. I made a dollar fifty. So, yeah, I we had like a kind of a master grower, like something like that there, and he was talking to my dad, and it, he's like, the "Price of weed's like thirty six hundred a pound right now. Tomatoes are two dollars and fifty cent, fifty cents a pound." My brother's like, "Sounds like we're in the wrong business." <laughs> so I think all four of us, all four of us kids, were out here in the next. For sure, five years from that, at most, and that's even the younger ones. I'm the oldest, so. Yep, we're all here now. It's a good team. Yeah. Got your own uh, facilities, or they come help you? Um, I'm looking. I'm looking to. Um, I'm looking to purchase one on my own right now. Looking for some land. I'd like to do just a micro, and hunt through genetics i've been working with parkland well it's a master grower and he founded it with a few other people um a parkland flower and it's like just outside edmonton so i actually went to high school and grew up a few years in alberta and so 
they're just outside where I grew up. And cool. Yeah, kind of weird cross of fate, but him and I are kind of same like mentality about cultivation and genetics and kind of the way we'd like to see the industry built, which is, you know, a little bit better than, just leave it a little bit better than it was when we found it. Oh, and I hear you. It's like, it struggles. It's uh, it's hard. Things have changed. So I feel like that's a little bit of an old school mentality now. Yeah, probably, probably. It's just you know we're dinosaurs at this point. We're kind of the last of the generation. That I just learned everything more or less from, um, probably a really kind, generous body of mine that took the time to like sit down and teach me things specific to cannabis, right? That. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes aren't far off. Neither was the irrigation system, or you know, it was it was pretty bang on. But yeah, I uh, I think that I think that the industry needs to be just be more accountable. I think women are Definitely. maybe underutilized in the industry. It's all industries in general, probably. But why build an industry and not like take like i don't know a huge asset into consideration i said to my girlfriend i don't know do you drive around your i got a lot of like male friends i'm like do you drive to your buddy's house do they have flowers out front and she's like no like do we she's like yes like do they have a herb garden she's like no like do we yes Uh, yeah i completely agree it does you know yeah yeah it was hilarious and just uh, another day yeah uh, yeah, yeah I mean, it her is house, just another her husband's plant, probably too. going nuts. My house is just like it's all lavender, it smells good. If you're good, yeah, with it's plants, kind of their thing. You can I am. adapt and make it work with cannabis too. So, yeah, it's a good place to hide. I got two teenage boys, so sometimes it's like me and them, right? So it's like it's a good place to hide, lock the door. No. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I need a minute, yeah. Do they help out in the garden at all? Um, no. They have no interest in it. They don't. Uh, my oldest is 16. My youngest is 14. And definitely outnumbered. And no, neither one of them. They're like, I once told my oldest, like, maybe you should take some CBD. And he's like, are you suggesting? He probably was like, mom, are you fucking suggesting I fucking do drugs? That's probably what he said. Probably swore at least once. And I'm like, well, no, that's not really (laughs) what I was suggesting. I was like, no, he was not happy with me. Holy shit. That's, that's wild. So they just, they don't even, they don't even smoke at all. No. Oh no. My, my oldest doesn't even like want to be around. And he, he like, he says he breaks out in hives. Huh. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe it's, it's like not a big deal because it's yeah. like just it's like they don't like lavender, they don't like tomatoes, they don't want to be cutting grass, they don't want to be outside. So gotcha. It's, it's yeah, it took the thrill away from them definitely because I've tried and they're like it is hot and this is gross and it's too much work. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, maybe there's something to it. Like if this when is you... how Mama is putting food on the table, you little bastard. One hundred percent. 
That's exactly. It. Yeah, yeah, like 100%. when 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 moms, you know, we have growing to do. Yeah. and smoking, it makes it you know look all that much less cool for a teenage boy. Well, I never smoke smoked in front of them, and not when they were little at all. Like I didn't want them to ever see me. I probably had a dab pen that I like hid in the corner every once in a while if they're sleeping in the bathroom and like probably outside <laughs> in the backyard, right? Like, but um, it wasn't until actually wasn't until legalization and believe it or not, because I moved back to Alberta to help build like a, a big facility out there, and I had to move, so I moved and took my boys with me. They had changed schools. They were mad. And then they, like, pot was cool there because Alberta's a very different place than British Columbia. Like, we're just used to it. Wasn't a big deal. Everybody's parents probably had the same thing in their house. And in Alberta, yeah. it was new and it was now legal. And so, like, the teenagers and shit were trying it. Like, and, you know, they're being all, like, less, I, I want to say way less responsible than my kids and every other kid around here was because it wasn't a big deal to them. I'd rather have my kids smoke than drink and like get yeah, in a vehicle sure. on, or get in a fight. I, I don't know how many fights you've been, been in high. I haven't, you know. So it kind of, yeah, they got in trouble big time, both of them there, for like fucking around with weed pens and stuff. Like, my kid wasn't even, he was my oldest. That's the only way I know it wasn't. He was just like, I don't know if he, he built a business out of it. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> brilliant child but I had no interest in anything else but got him friends and so I moved them back quickly back to normal wow. and uh, yeah they don't I've tried I'm like sometimes I'm so overwhelmed with work it's like I really really need help staking or I really really need you know fine <laughs> reluctantly help time. You out. so uh. it's like yeah go to yeah don't even just go I don't, I'm sorry I asked kind of thing yeah. yeah, I hoped my oldest is like engineer, math, science kind of level oh, that's goals. Cool. Not really, um, not really into cultivation. Or I mean, it can be applied into any industry, but yeah, he's like say, he's grown can... pretty much on his own in his mind. So, and then my younger one, I think he'll probably just want to grow weed, but he's just, <laughs> he's fourteen, so he's likes video games and his friends and football uh maybe he's a little too young for it still i don't know i was around that age maybe like 15 16 when i first started but you know yeah, he'll figure it out i did oh yeah oh yeah i think once you realize right. that, uh you know good medicine you're in you're in it for the lifetime so yeah well, it could be worse, right? It could be worse. It could be blessed. a lot worse. Like my, my grandpa used to say, you, you could be digging ditches right now. Oh, yes. So at least you ain't, yeah. uphill ain't digging both ditches. Ways. Yeah, uphill yeah. both ways. 100%. <laughs> um, I just, I, I know, I know it sounds like you're, you're trying to, to, to get Yeah, out I've got there. some stuff yeah. here, so I've just kind of got to wrap it upstairs. You no try worries. To end. No worries. At a certain time, especially because I steal them on Saturdays and Sundays, I'm like, there's no crying in this game. There's <laughs> no crying and growing. No crying no. and growing. No. Um, well, it's been awesome, really, having you on. I, I've Someone with Thank your you. level nice of experience chatting. and expertise. Yeah, we really enjoy having you on. Incredible. It was a great conversation incredible maybe yeah, have you on again yeah. sometime anytime for sure i'm always down to talk plants chatter chatter same yeah 
All right. Well, thank you very much. And I will um, hear from you soon. Have a good night. For sure. Good luck with your plants. If you have any questions, let me know. For sure. Thanks for coming on. Where can we go? Okay. Have a good night. Before you go, before you go, why don't you tell everybody how they can find you? Oh. She already gone. It's all good. She's at at she whispers to plants with uh, underscores in between those uh, those words. In between yep. Yep. Cool. Well, no, that was great. Joining us all the way from the West Coast. So, uh, very cool. Great, great conversation. Yep, definitely. Well, uh, it's been another fun episode for sure, Captain. That was that was cool having her on always uh, i love guests all of them please let us know if you want to be a guest on the show get at us let us know why why you should be a featured uh guest on the cultivation conversation absolutely no no formal uh no formal questionnaire or anything just a couple sentences that's all <laughs> yeah, you can head over to the website at cultivationconversation.com. There's a contact form there. You can also research reach reach us on Instagram at cultivation.conversation or um, my profile, the real green monster, M-O-N-S-T-A, or of course Captain Autoflower. That's me. Um and yeah, you can find the show at cultivation.conversation on Instagram and um, yeah, please consider buying some of our cool new merch or uh, signing up for our Patreon, which keeps the show running and uh, keeps good new content coming at you twice a week, just like this. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you, everybody. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We're going to end it on this. Uh, yep. talk, to you, talk to you next time.